our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello, today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls That Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. I almost forgot the word business owner there. How to say it? But yeah, I was just like seven-figure, what am What's I? What's next? Yeah, what? I just know seven. Boss, boss woman, lady. That is so 2012. You are not calling me old, Sam. Stop. Just two years old. <laughs> Kidding. No, you're right. It's, mm, I just don't like being called a boss woman. Yeah, it's, I, I'm just a manager, just a humble. <laughs> Shut up. All right, let's <laughs> just get into today's episode. So I'm very excited today. We are talking about something that is dear to my heart, which is networking in mm-hmm. business sense, because you kind of grow up and I'd love to know your thoughts, but for me, networking just seemed like this icky thing that people in business do. It seemed like something that was very like not genuine. And you looked at networking as like, oh, I'm just like transactional, transactional. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to have a conversation to work out who you are, how you can help me pretend to like you, get your business card and then somehow like work my way up in business. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel thought it was or how it's perceived like it's definitely daunting like I'm an extrovert yes and I typically get along really well with anyone like I can find a common ground over our socks hair color anything and even our black hair (laughs) see even I have found networking so daunting and at first you know starting my career whatever getting older I was like I'm not good at networking no even though I get along well with a lot of people, isn't it similar, but just in a business sense? Well, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting because there's going to be people listening that are like, oh my God, Maya's an extrovert and she struggles to network. Mm. I have no hope if I'm an introvert. Like people have all these other issues. They think that networking is just grimy, icky, which is also terms that I have used for it. But networking is not that. And there's a way that you can do it that feels genuine to you that is helpful to you that is helpful to them and it was kind of like a big eye-opener for me because I didn't even realize I was doing this I remember like two years into my business I was like wait that was networking I didn't realize I was networking that whole time but all these opportunities that I've gotten given from getting into Forbes 
from getting into Vogue, from going to speak at the House of Parliament in the UK, getting a TED Talk. These were all things that had happened through networking. Mm. The importance of networking is probably really vital to chat about before we even get into how to do it because if you don't think something's that important to do, you're probably like, why should I network sim? Like, what's the point? Let me Mm -hmm. just be my introverted self. No, Maya and I are here. We are your two extroverted bullying best friends. Mm -hmm. We are here to get you to network. Yes. But why is it important? I think the first thing that has probably been like life-changing to me is realizing none of the biggest opportunities we ever got would have happened on our own. No one was going to put us in Vogue. No one was going to put us in Forbes. No one was going to put us on a TED Talk if they didn't know who we were. Mm-hmm. If they weren't in those rooms that we wanted to be in, if they didn't put our names forward and go, hey, like, there's these girls I met at this event or, like, there's these girls I listen to on a podcast or I, like, follow them on social media, they'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. You should, like, go and talk to them. The amount of women and men that have pushed our name forward for so many things is, like, second to none to the reason of why we've been so successful. And that's just come from my little dumb ass running around town for like three years just being friends with everyone and trying wow. to get to know people and being like, yeah, I'll come to this event. Yeah, I'll come to that. Networking works, guys. Networking, sorry, what? Works, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you got into Forbes. Didn't happen. You s- spoke at the parliament. We did, in the UK. In the UK. Not just New Zealand. Not just- we still haven't been to the parliament in New Zealand. I have had lunch with the Prime Minister of India. And I have still oh my not. Gosh, yes, I have still not done anything with the New Zealand government. What? What the heck? I saw Jacinda yesterday at the airport. Like she oh. was in the lounge, and I was <laughs> like, just ca- as they do. And I was Were like, in the Cordy Lounge. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it was the regional one. <laughs> anyway, and she was just minding her own business, and I was like, do I introduce myself? And I was like, no. But that was an example of me not networking well. But yeah, let's let's talk about networking, the benefits of it, how it works, and if it's something that you can do better. Because I think it's a lifelong skill. Mm-hmm. We'll never always get it right. Okay. But we got to start somewhere. Yes. Sim, I like how you said you initially thought networking was icky. 100%. Yeah. It's kind of like small talk. I love going deep with people. I don't care what the weather's doing or things like that. I want to know like why you're passionate about what you're doing. But when suddenly it's like, okay, you're in a room, you're at an expo and you meet someone who you know would be good to connect with. I would freeze up. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I love your work and what you do. (laughs) Hi, my name is Maya. I've seen this happen. (laughs) Like, it's insane, but I will easily be able to talk to anyone on the street at mm. a party, anything. Mm-hmm. So how can you, I guess, become more natural? So this is my first tip when it comes to networking. There's kind of like four things that I found really helpful. If there is an opportunity for you to know who is coming to the event, mm-hmm do your homework. Like you can be super like natural and helpful and understanding. There is nothing worse than meeting someone and being like, Hey, what do you do? do? Mm. No one likes that. And you can be the biggest fish in the world or the smallest fish in the world or in the pond or whatever. No one likes being asked that question. So like, for example, I went away on a retreat. Mm -hmm. It was filled with female founders and they gave us a, 
like list of everyone coming and they linked everyone's website. And I was like, if they have gone out of their way to link all 12 women's websites and what they do, mm-hmm. I am going to take the time to look at every single one of their LinkedIn's. I am going to take the time to watch the TED talks done by the people that are coming to this mm-hmm. because it is just so much more easier to have a natural conversation with someone if you know what they do, if you can compliment their work. Right. Like, for example, one of them was someone that had a service and I was like, wait, I use this service. Like, this is amazing. And then I listened to her TED talk and I was like, this is really interesting. So when I finally met her, I was like, I knew who she was. I didn't have to say, what do you do? I was able to be like, oh, I listened to your TED talk. I didn't mention that I listened to it yesterday, but I'd listened to it. Yeah. And we were able to have a conversation. And with networking, it's not, you don't go into it with the mindset of what can I get out of this next week? Okay. It's not what can I get out of this tomorrow. It's I want to build this connection Mm -hmm. where I have a really good time with this person and they have a really good time with me because I just know at some point, maybe down the track, if they have to think of a person that has the skills I have, hopefully they'll think of me because of this good experience that they had with me. Yes. That's how I view networking. It's not I hope that this leads into – a job or a business transaction and if it doesn't it was a bad or like useless networking experience Mm -hmm. I see it as like making friends okay like business friends that you just constantly make and they help you so much okay so first view it as making business friends nothing daunting nothing icky but do your research. Do your research. It is so helpful if someone turns up to me and is like oh I love what you do da 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 I think that's a more easier way to start off a conversation than like, hey, what is it that you do? Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? The second thing that I find really helpful is making it so clear, not in what you say. You don't have to say this out loud, but in your head, making it so clear that you're not trying to get something out of them today. Like you don't. Right. You're not trying to say to them, oh my God, like we should do something together. Yeah. You've just met that's them. Okay. You've just met them. Mm. Like if I meet someone and I really want to work with them in the future, they don't know me and they don't owe it to me to do something together. But I do want to see if we vibe and we'll like talk about things that are outside of work. I think that's really helpful. Like what do you do in your spare time? I mean, I would call this, I think we're more friends now than just like friend, uh, like business friends. But it was myself and two other amazing female founders and we bonded over the fact that we talk so fast and so much and when someone is talking sometimes we all like bite our finger to stop ourselves from talking (laughs) so that we can let the other person talk and there was this joke around like do we have ADHD and then we were like well if we're biting our fingers to stop talking maybe that's all we need to know and after this like event that we had we made a group chat where we'd send each other like ADHD memes Despite the point, but it was never like, hey, we should work together. It was never like, let's sit down and like come up with a plan for what we can do with our businesses. It was just like being silly and being friendly. And maybe that will lead to something. Maybe it won't. But that's okay. That's how I view networking. That has actually really made things a lot clearer in my mind Mm -hmm. because I just thought it was businessy you know being friendly being impressionable Mm. and it's kind of like the minute when you say like dance monkey you forget that you have limbs (laughs) 
and you don't know what music is. And so like, that's where I'm like, oh, but if you look at it as building a connection and I completely get knowing some background because then you're just like, you're like, oh, I really liked the article that you wrote. And they're like, oh, thank you. Da, da, da. And then that's a, a good segue a soft launch. It's a soft launch. You then like, if I was, if Maya was someone that I wanted to do business with at some point, but she was so out of my league, like I'm just a little business. It's so important to, I don't know. I don't want to say check yourself or humble yourself, but that's how I do it. And someone else might do it a different way. There are definitely people who are more bolsterous than me that will be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, I have like 4,000 followers, but let's do something together. I was never like that. I struggle with that, but I'm so for just understanding that, okay, this person doesn't need me. Like Maya is huge. Maya is just Sindrajan. She does not need my help. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to come in and be like, hey, this can be a mutually beneficial thing because I'm definitely going to benefit more. Mm -hmm. So instead I'm going to focus on just building a good connection. If she ever thinks of me or ever like wants something where I can help, she will think of me. She's an adult. She has this memory, but I want her to have like a positive memory or a positive experience Mm -hmm. that we've had. So I'd be like, Hey, oh my God, Maya, like I loved that article that you did. It was just fantastic. And then often people get quite shy because they're like, Oh, you're referencing my work. Like, are you a freaking stalker? Like Mm. it's, it's, it's odd. It's odd. But you just, you know, you say that and then you move on to like something else that's not business related then you talk about like love your outfit or like what brings you here I always ask about travel because whenever I meet people it's like often in a new city or I'll just be like oh you know are you a local here did you fly in what was your flight like it was just that's a safe question it's not a oh wow the weather's really nice and especially if So you're not really like a clothes person. So I'm not a what? Clothes person. You mean um, a fashionista? And all of her Lululemon. This is a free shirt that I was given. <laughs> but travel is a common enough ground. And it's interesting. Like it's not just a, oh, so like how are you finding the event? Like did you have lunch? How's the weather? Like it's something that they would be able to reply back to. Like I had an event yesterday and I had a very, very famous designer. I won't say who. And we did an event together. So we were speaking mm-hmm. on a panel together. And she is like the biggest designer in the country. Like, She's huge here in Aotearoa. Huge. Yeah. I mean, I grew up wearing her stuff. And as you said, I'm not a fashion person. So you've proven me wrong, Sim. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. I was so starstruck, but you just play it cool. You don't overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. I remember she like sat down and I was about to make small talk. And then the other panelist or, or someone from like the committee was like, oh my God, like I'm such a big fan, da, da, da. And then she like retreated and like went to another part of the room and just sat by herself on her phone. And I was like, <sighs> like, I missed my opportunity to talk to her, but also this is such a good example of like what not to do in networking. Mm. You don't want to overwhelm people. Even if you're a huge fangirl, you can appreciate and acknowledge their work, but just treat them if you're trying to network. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you're just a fan and you see someone you love, be a fan. They love Mm. that. But if you're trying to network with them, just like treat them like a person and be like, hey, like, how was your flight in? And so that's what I did after when when we were a little bit more free. 
I did talk about travel. I was like, oh, when did you arrive? And they were like, oh, I came in yesterday and I made a joke and I was like, well, you know, the speaking bureau that I came with told me to just like fly in this morning and fly out tonight. They were just like, it's not worth like spending the night in in the city. (laughs) And she like laughed and we just, you know, build rapport that way. And then, you know, we conversed and, and then she got quite quiet. And then the group was talking about other things and she was still quite quiet. And so then I asked her like, oh, what do you think about this? And then she just really opened up and shared like all these great stories I find networking is less about you trying to sell yourself and more just building a connection with someone else. Okay. And I think the best way to do that is just ask them questions about their life. And they're going to leave that conversation being like, that was such a great chat. Sim's such a great girl. Meanwhile, I've said what, like four things about myself, but I've just shown a lot of interest in what you do because I genuinely care. Mm, That's really good thing to keep in mind. You just keep reiterating building a connection like it's just a French. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Well, yeah, it's just a friend. Like, I think, I don't know how guys network. I don't, I mean, I have male friends and male colleagues or like men in the industry that we, (laughs) there are men. (laughs) There, they exist. (laughs) And they are cool. (laughs) And we talk to them and they have businesses too Mm -hmm. and we network with them too yes but i don't know how like guys network amongst each other besides like going out for a beer or i don't know playing golf or like doing their bro thing but for me with my female friends and colleagues and female founders it's just like oh we're gonna be friends and now that we're friends three months later i'm gonna get like an email from you which i actually got the other day where someone couldn't go and do a talk in london but she passed on our email and she was like, oh, well, like Simran might be available and she might do it. It's not that instantaneous. Oh, can I have your number? Can you add me on LinkedIn? Let's do something together. I was going to say, do you add LinkedIn? Do you say, here is my contact details? Do you do any of that? I don't have a business card. Yeah. Have you ever seen, I don't hold things. Yeah. I turn up to record. In front of me right now is my drink bottle a Ethique lip balm and my phone and my keys are somewhere. Mm. That's all I walk around with. I brought a bag with another bag in it and then in that bag I have like heaps of bunch of toiletry stuff, four 
water bottles of four different types of drinks, mandarins, and a hash brown and a toast. And my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well fit a business card in there. <laughs> but so basically what I was trying to say is I don't carry business cards. I actually got asked once like why I didn't and I gave the wrong answer. I was like, oh, that's such an old thing to do. It was Simon Bridges that asked me. <laughs> he was, for those that don't know, he was like the ex-opposition party leader in New Zealand. Um, oh so you will not be seeing me in politics anytime soon. stay out of politics. And so I find that if it's been a really good connection, in the same way that you judge, do you, you've just made a friend, do you take their Instagram or not at a party? It's that same mm. same feeling. So if you feel like you've connected really well in the same way you've made a friend, then, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, can I get your Instagram? Mm-hmm. Or can I add you on LinkedIn? I always say Instagram because it, it's just I find that when you're Instagram friends with someone, what's going to happen is so like I'll give you an example. There was this amazing sports star, gold medalist that I got to do a talk with mm-hmm. and we added each other on Instagram. Really? We did. And then the beauty of doing that is then when I put up an Instagram story or they put up an Instagram story, we can reply to it to each other. And you've got that connection mm. that's just like touch points, like soft yeah. touches of like love what you're doing or like inside joke that you had. And so they're just constantly on your radar and the other way around. LinkedIn doesn't let you do that. Yeah. So LinkedIn, you might see if they post on LinkedIn, you might like see that. But I'm always an Instagram girl. I don't often initiate the part of like, oh, we should add each other on LinkedIn or Instagram. I let them kind of decide if they feel comfortable to. There's been times where I've done it and people have given me weird looks and it's been awkward and I think I've just gotten shy. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, especially with business, I – would have thought LinkedIn would have been the place to go mm-hmm. because Instagram to me is that's where I have my friends mm-hmm. and I can add other people who aren't my friends on Instagram and I just mm-hmm. don't know the way that other people view it. Is it also professional? Like That's I true. Well, I just use my brand Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, right. like, if I meet someone and I want to connect with them, I, I won't give them my personal, like, Simran, you know, Instagram. I almost said it out in the air but I'll give them my brand Instagram on the topic of brand Instagrams guys Maya has finally done it huge round of applause what is it 21 episodes in 27 episodes in she has finally made an Instagram account I am so proud of you you've done it what is it called where do we find you thanks well-being with Maya and you spell Maya m-a-i-a I know a lot of people spell it Mia or M-A-Y-A. Mm-hmm. So just well-being with Maya, M-A-I-A, and I'm also on TikTok. Stop it. You made a TikTok? I made a TikTok. Old lady has stepped out. So you downloaded the app? I have the app. I've been watching TikToks. I've been doing research on TikTok. Sim, I was up to the early hours of the morning, I'm not lying, creating content. Do you see actual goosebumps on my, oh my arms right now? Guys. <laughs> She's like, I'm so proud. She's blossomed. It just took 26 hours of recording. And a good mental space. Yes, we needed that. (laughs) Yes, but please, I know a few of you have found me on LinkedIn and I love those sweet messages as well. But yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. 
uh, well-being with Maya, M-A-I-A. All right. Is this networking thing starting to make sense? Because I'm worried that I'm not being very like, it's not a step by step. It's not like, okay, step one, research. Step two, introduce yourself. Step three, talk about their Mm. travels. Like I don't view it in that way, but you're just there to make a friend. Yeah. And that's very helpful for me because I looked at it completely differently and putting on that just meeting someone new, like genuinely interested, which I usually am. Sometimes I feel like I ask a little bit too many questions because I'm just that's so okay. curious. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think keep being the person that asks questions. I wouldn't yeah. stop that. I'm very just in general curious about things. But for people, we are both extroverts. We are. For people who are introverted or poor people. S- struggle, yeah, struggle to connect with people a little bit more than we do, do you have any insights or tips for them i'm gonna channel my inner introvert friends right now to try and understand what this must feel like i just know that like they hate small talk they want to get straight into the deep Mm -hmm. stuff they only have a certain amount of like social battery or energy so i guess if i could give any piece of advice in that realm it's to like understand that Yes, the small talk sucks and I get that and no one loves it, but it's just like, think of it like a safety mechanism. Like Mm -hmm. people just want to know that you're a normal person, that you're safe, that you're not the scary, mean, like they're just testing you out with small talk. Mm -hmm. So don't look at small talk like this annoying pleasantry that they hate and you hate, but just look at it as them like vibe checking you and just making sure that you're not going to like, I don't know, stab them. Vibe check is a... Friendlier word in my brain than small talk. I hate small talk. Vibe check. Love it. Just like, hey, like, this is a fantastic event. Love your outfit. Like, how'd you get here? A little bit of ha ha he he and then get into the nitty gritty. I think that's totally fine. I know we don't love the small talk. I get it. But it's, yeah, just try and like reframe it as opposed to like, oh, I'm being fake. I don't care about the weather. I don't Mm. care about how they came here. I'm being disingenuous and instead be like, I just need to give them two minutes of my time to prove to them that I'm not crazy and for me to understand and make sure they're not crazy before I invest any more time in getting to know this person. Mm. I think that's a fair enough thing to do. If you're an introvert and you hate it in general, maybe just give yourself a goal and be like, look, at this event, I'm just going to try and get to know one person and just network with one person. I don't need to go and meet everyone. I'm going to find this one person that I find interesting if I can look at people beforehand or just at the event itself. But it's okay if I don't like come home with five business cards. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps. That's a good reminder for people because sometimes you can just put that pressure on yourself. I just have one more quick Partai question, Sim, is how do you develop your networking skills? Is it just by doing it more, exercising that muscle? I think so. I think the way I've gotten better at networking is learning how to get confident or comfortable with opening a conversation up with a stranger. Mm -hmm. I think once the conversation starts, like the way I look at it is it's like one really steep hill and then smaller hills that are more flatter after that. Oh, okay. Like the first step is always the hardest with networking because okay. it's like, imagine you're there, you've got like a juice in your hands, they're there with like, I don't know, a wine glass or a tea or something, and you're just standing there in silence. That's so awkward. Yeah. Like, kill me. Like, that is so hard to randomly just start talking to someone. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed once you get over that initial hurdle, then they're just a person. 
And okay. you're just having a human conversation. We talk to people every single day. That's not the tricky part. It's how do I normalize having this conversation? And for the introverts yes. that are listening in, you're going to hate what I'm about to say next. But I actually practice by getting comfortable starting conversations with strangers. Mm. And I know people don't love it, but if I'm yeah. like waiting, if I'm waiting in line at the bus or if I'm waiting in line at the airport or I'm just like in a cafe and it's taking a little bit longer and I like make eye contact with someone, I'll make a comment or I'll say something or I'll start a conversation just like, it's really busy in here today. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> You're, but that's actually really good to know and to practice because it is that just that getting that repertoire of talking with strangers and just being more comfortable with it so you don't meet someone that you love and you're like uh, uh, just looking at them and they're like, mm. so chat to people in the supermarket. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, in line, just just do what you're comfortable with. But I found it, I just like channeled my inner, like, bubbly version of myself. And so mm. there's this, I know I just put on a smile and I just know I have like my little crinkly eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is taking a bit, a bit of time. And like, nine out of 10 times, people like are happy to just be like, haha, yeah, and like have a quick chat. Yeah. If you are really struggling, just find an old person on the street. Like old people. Oh, they love a chit-chat. love a chit-chat. They will just be so happy for someone to show them like any attention in the day. They and they're used, yeah. they, they're used to like a society where people would just randomly say hi to you on the street. Mm. If you're around Americans, Americans chit-chat. I feel like when, when I'm in England, it's so hard to like talk to people on the street. Americans, you just be like in a waiting room. And the person next, like I was on a flight in the States and by the end of it, the girl had added me on Instagram. Oh. Like it was so good. And I like learned her whole life story. I love that. I like had an event and I was with someone and she was also a speaker. And by the end of the night, we were like, I think that's why my dad was really not sure about love. And it was like, it was just so deep. So deep. So deep. But that's, yeah, actually now that, you mentioned it like I usually smile mm -hmm. and people tend to, well, in Aotearoa, I'm not sure about overseas, they smile back and then they <laughs> might get out of the country, like <laughs> go on holiday. <laughs> I'm working on it. I don't know about overseas. I don't know if people smile. I've never been. <laughs> I've heard my um, Tani and my partner, he's from Austria and he, I think he mentioned they in an article that they were like one of the grumpiest people. Austrians? Yeah. I think it's just him. It's <laughs> I'm kidding. Bless his soul. But yeah, I find smiling at people, it just kind of breaks the barrier. It does. I think that networking can seem super daunting. It is not as hard as it looks, though. It is that initial barrier. Get comfortable with just walking up to people. I promise you it is not as awkward as it is. And if you take charge in a conversation, usually people are really happy to let you just like take the lead like if you're like oh my god like I love this or like let's like you go on down this track most people are really happy to just like go along with you I have never in my life had someone say stop it or like don't talk to me or like I'm not interested <laughs> oh in networking with you like no one's done that the worst case scenario is they like excuse themselves and that's okay it just means you can go and 
you know, chew off the ear of someone else. Find an old person to start off with. They love a yarn. Find an old person or just find me. I'm happy to talk. Yeah. Like we love a yarn. <laughs> find Maya or I somewhere. Hopefully Maya gets out of this country and goes on holiday. <laughs> if you see her, have a yarn with her. Yeah. Pray for me, Europe summer. <laughs> Maya will have her Europe summer. Well, that's probably a good place to wrap up this episode. But do you feel like from the start of this episode till now, you've gotten a little bit more comfortable with the idea of networking? My perspective of networking has completely changed. Oh my God. Yeah, like I wrote notes and I was like, networking, daunting. Now I'm just like, I'm just going to chat. It's just a chat. Yeah. It's just a chat and it will pay dividends. All right. Until next week, Maya. Kakite. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team, bye.